Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to Yash Chef. Welcome back to Yash Chef. We're getting music soon eventually. Doobity boop boop boop. Episode six. six. Oh, Series. we'll also introduce ourselves real quick. I'm Marita. I'm Julie. And this is Yash Yash Chef. Chef. Hey All guys. Right. What is this? Week six and we're finally getting the hang of things. Maybe a little bit. Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings still. We're still in our beginning phase. Yeah. It's okay. So this is episode six. Saris. Saris. I got you. I got you with the titles. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I did not write the titles on this time. That's all right. Um, so we're starting off with the love of my life, the Punisher, John Bernthal, Mikey. Okay, this is going to be so controversial, especially because we have an entire podcast that you think I would know. Is he from something? Like, do you know him from something? John Bernthal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's is okay. Is he from a Marvel? He, yeah. Oh. He, play, he plays the Punisher. <laughs> I is love he from a Marvel? He's from a Marvel. <laughs> He's from a yeah, Marvel. Yeah, he plays the Punisher. Um, I feel like I know him in something else, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I know him from the Punisher. And, yeah. So Punish- I, Punisher is a Marvel. Punisher is a Marvel. Did you say which Marvel it was? Like which it's superhero? Called, it's called the pun. He is the Punisher. Oh, he's not that big then. I don't know. I've never even heard of that. There's, he's not no. like an Iron Man or a. No, 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 not a. It's like a little. It's like on. It's a little. One. Oh, a little guy. It's a um the Punisher. It's the one with the skulls and stuff. Oh, scary! Oh, <gasps> that's a Marvel. Yeah. I love him. He looks like a video game CGI character. He definitely does. And, so, like, he's definitely a meme on TikTok, too. Like, there's the one of him, like, sitting at the dinner table, and he's like, stop! Like, stop! Like, it's definitely on TikTok. But, um, yeah. Fun. But. Starts with him. John Bernthal is introduced, and we are finally meeting Mikey, the older brother that committed suicide. Mm. That is his character. That is his character. And he's doing... My first line is, my brand, storytelling while making food. <laughs> yes. I want to do what Mikey does, except not die. Um, but him just, like, sitting around and telling a really good story and making food is exactly my favorite thing in life. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, for the rest of my life. You're all good. Um, Special guest, Emily. Emily's here. If you hear squeaky floors, it is my beautiful girlfriend. Oh, it's, it's Freddy. Because we established that this is actually iCarly, not yes. a podcast. Yes. Julie, Sam, I'm Carly. Naturally, Emily's Freddy. Yes. So. Creddy Stan. She turned on the camera for us. She, she said in <laughs> 5, 4, 3, 2 and started it. Um, but yeah, so it's starting with the really funny story with also I feel like um, in the story, like the big climax is that they meet. And of course, why would I write it down? The comedian. Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is also, like, Bill Murray is also, like, that is someone you would find in Chicago. Yes. <laughs> Niche. 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 But it's, like, I, it's so weird because, obviously, like, in all the episodes up to now, we see a lot of the atmosphere and stuff in the beef. And, like, you can see, you can feel the energy in the room. But it's such a shift when you're in the kitchen and Mikey's cooking and they're all around. It's, like... Loki, there's like a tenseness against Richie always, but it's like when we're in the kitchen and Mikey's telling the story, everybody's like chill mm-hmm. and good and positive, and he's just telling a, a funny story and everything. Like, yeah. 
Oh, you can and feel then the energy. you can tell that when Richie's on the date, retelling the yeah. date, the same story. You can see how happy Cousin was when he was, like, alive. Yeah. And then he's, like, trying to explain the story. And this girl's, like, you were at a bar until four. Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, really judges him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I, again, I feel like I'm always double advocate in the show. If I was on a date with someone <laughs> and they said that they were out till four in the morning, I'd also be, like... Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... But we know him. We know how he grows. Mm-hmm. He he will grow. He will be good. But yes. it was just sad because you could see how much he... Like, he doesn't ever say that he misses him. Yeah. But, like, it shows these yeah. memories of him missing him. Like, I'm like, oh. all of them are so, like, casual about the way they mention Mikey's death and everything. But, like, yeah. You you can see the care here. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh. And then it comes to them... Starting in the beef, we're back at the beef. Yes. And I said that the phrase, well, one, the dish pit being mad for tape being. I wrote uh, that down. (laughs) The dish pit being (laughs) mad for tape being on a ramekin or deli container is a universal experience. Absolutely. It's something. Why does it happen? Like, does it just happen, like, all the time? Like, I still get upset about it now. Like, like we use we use masking tape on the lids at Tizzy's. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, like, don't put them through the dish. Like, just take them off before you put them through the dish. Because my next favorite line, it just takes five seconds. And you know what? <laughs> Bars. Bars. Every single chef and dish put person in their life has said, it just takes five seconds. Can you just please? When it's, I worked at Redacted... Yeah. I would always this the one this one girl's pet peeve was like when you're piping from a piping bag when you cut off the tip leaving like the tiny plastic triangle she was like as soon as you do that you have to walk over to the garbage can and throw it out it just takes five seconds I was yes like, that's funny no oh my god <laughs> on brand um what else. Oh, I wrote shout out Sweet Green because they mentioned Sweet Green because they talk about how they're gentrifying the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sweet Green. <laughs> so you know that my ass is sitting here and I'm just like, yep, I hope they open. I know. the I, I like, and especially the second season, they talk about how COVID just closed everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like how timely the show is. Absolutely. When they talk about that because, like, a lot of places did not survive and that's just so sad. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also, before, I, th- I don't know if it's before or after that, but, um, and I will always forget his name, Marcus, <laughs> hey guys, it's been a long day, we, we both have worked today, it's yes. been a long day, yes, Marcus, I yeah. said, I love baking, I would not lose sleep for a perfect donut, uh, no. I said, he, this is another it. level of, like, obsession, dedication, and everything. And, like, don't get me wrong. When when he's kind of, like, getting yelled at by everyone, I feel bad for him. But at the same, same time, I would also be yelling at him. Cause oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you don't what have your you shit doing? done? And yeah. also, you're living here, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> are you okay, buddy? When, when the guy, I don't know his name, like, one of the dish people, when yeah. he comes up, or he, he's just like, are you good? Do you have a place to live? And Marcus is like, nah, man, I'm here for the donut. Oh, oh, really? (laughs) Really? Uh, And I also love how the guy threw in that he played for the Cubs. And then you kind of ignore it. And then later Marcus is like, wait, you played for the Cubs? Wait, who are you? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Um, my next bullet point is this shot. Just the word shot. But I can't tell if that's a mistake. Oh. Maybe you meant to write shit. Maybe. I wrote, um, where is it? Uh, Sydney keep trying to, like, mention the risotto and stuff. And it's, like, low-key, like, honestly, the, the little thing that Carmi says to her, and he was just like, I called all the places that you used to work at, and they said, you're really, really good, you're really talented, but you're impatient. Bars. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I would, like, obviously, like, the way that the show is, like, shot and everything, like, it's meant to make you feel what the characters are feeling and stuff. And in that time, like, I'm frustrated. It's like, dude chill out for a second, we'll get to it in a And it's the same thing low-key with her COGS plan. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand that, like, um, Carmi wasn't giving her the time of day at first, but it was like, he came around to it. It's like, all in due time, you mm-hmm. know? And when she keeps pushing the risotto, it's like, all in due time, give it a minute. But, you know. And yeah, she's so pissed off that he won't even, like... Or she's also mad that she, he, like, says it's good but not perfect. She gets so yeah. pissed off. I'm yeah. like... Oh, you wanted his opinion. I know. You want his notes. Like, hey, can't all be sunshine and rainbows. Oh, and then you could see, um, I forgot exactly which part, but you can, like, see in this episode that Richie's customer service skills and front of house skills start building. Yeah. Like, he's, like, taking, like, the front of shop more, and you're like, oh, my God, like, this starts the beginning of, like, him, like, a fork's... Oh, such oh, a good episode. Yes. Yes. Um, I can't wait to talk about season two. I know. Season two is going to be good. Um, what's your next thing? I got um, Sydney trying to break up the fight outside. It was like stress. And then also Richie scounging, like, scar- what is it? Scourging? Sca- scavengering, like, the entire place for his gun. Like, not him looking in hotel pans for his gun. Like, him looking in every single shelf in the beef for his... How did you lose your gun? How did you not remember where you put your gun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sir. But that's also a very him thing that would happen. Uh, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like, Sydney handling it by, like, giving out sandwiches and everything to all of them. And just, like, I think Richie had a moment of feeling, like, kind of obsolete in the, and was like, oh... What do I do? Mm-hmm. So, crisis. Um, I don't know what they said about this, but they do talk... They said something that about the grease trap and how the grease trap needs to be cleaned. And I just <laughs> wanted to know what was your worst grease trap story. Uh, so, for anyone not in food service who's listening to this, a grease trap is like... <laughs> for Emily. Oh, for Emily. Emily's raising her hand. You don't know what a grease trap is? Hmm. Ah. So, when you're cleaning dishes... There's water, and then you're usually cleaning grease. Water water and oil don't mix, so it collects in a grease trap, so it doesn't get clogged in your pipes. Yes. And that shit smells so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the worst smelling thing, probably, mm, Probably. probably just in, like, I, when I worked... Not at Redact, a different bakery. When I worked at a bakery, this woman just would have to call someone to get the grease trap clean. Mm -hmm. And there was this one time, and I worked right next to the grease trap, so I was just decorating cakes one time, like, for, like, there was, like, a, it was, like, a couple weeks, and I was, like, oh, my God, it smells so bad. 
It's like, dude, they need to be regularly serviced. That's not something you can just, like, skip and be like, ah, it doesn't matter. It does mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. It's so gross. It's like, so... I don't think I have a bad story of school, like... Because there's two buildings um, at the school we went to. One of them was, like, new and updated yeah. and didn't have grease traps. Yeah. And the other one was old and did have... Yeah. But I think it was good that we, like, learned about it. Absolutely. I, I had classes in, like, HAL 13 where, like, they have mm-hmm. one. And I was, like... It, it wasn't that bad, I think, when I was, like, in classes over there. But, like, at Hope and Maine... I don't think it gets serviced or, like, cleaned out, like, regularly like it's supposed to. Also, like, I feel like sometimes it's more the dishwasher over the grease trap, but the combination of the smells from both of them is not great. Because, like, the dishwasher has this, like, undercarriage thing where, like, discarded food goes Mm -hmm. and, like, nobody cleans it out. And I'm like, you know, when we come in, we're just washing ice cream dishes. So, like, it all rinses out and it's fine and good. But there's people that come in and they have their, like, chicken bits or their rice bits that are just, like sitting there collecting mold and there's like flies everywhere and it's like oh so terrible and then the grease trap yeah just on top of that the smell is just like and like yeah they're like hey there's a fan in there and i'm like hey pushing the air around doesn't make it smell better Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah oh the guy who taught me to drive cleans grease traps for a living oh (laughs) (laughs) oh That's my side Marita story for you. <laughs> this random man taught me to drive. I didn't really, because I was scared. Yeah. It's like my mom's friend's nephew. But I was telling him about grease traps because I worked, like he was telling me yeah. about them. And I was like, yeah. I work with those at school. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Um, That's so A funny. fun Marita side story. Mm. Um. Oh, my next. So, okay. So this next thing I have. It's a little bit... I want to get into it for a second. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, this next note I have is Sydney... Or, Sydney smiles after he calls her food tremendous. And mm-hmm. it's so cute. hmm My next point is... Have you seen on TikTok the edits of, like, them two being in love? Because I really no. hate it. Yes. It's yeah. like... They're like... Their love is undeniable. And it will, like... Post, like, uh, pictures of them, like, smiling and, like, I'm like, no, I think it's just, like, no. I think they just have respect for one another. And they're like, if they don't become a relationship and see, I'm like, no. is this the narrative that people think is gonna happen? Because, oh boy, oh boy, I hope not. I hope fucking not at all. Because here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Do not mistake shared passions for, like, love for one another individually. Like... Can we be real for a second here? You can clearly see they both have a love and a passion for food. And respect. And respect. They respect the fuck out of each other. Absolutely. I don't want them. No. No. Because then it'll give every single man in the kitchen who gets a smile from a girl and will think that then like, oh, they're in love. I'm like, no. Yeah. That's not the narrative I want from this story, and I hope to God it doesn't happen. Right. Also, let's not just continue this narrative of, like, the the lead female and male character just have to get together, because it's like, come on. Like, no. I'd rather her be with Marcus. I'd rather her be with Marcus and Carmi be with the person in the future. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I'm hoping that they didn't make, like, because, like, it is very, like, season two finale, they really... Both of those kind of fall through, and I hope to God they don't get together in season no, three. No, no. This I, is... 
If that happens, I will be so genuinely sad. I do not want to see that happen. I just want them to have, like, a working, fun, respectful relationship. Yes. We don't need to fall in love, guys. No. No. So, we, I don't know yeah. if you've seen any of those. That's my entire I have not seen page. the edits. I don't even want... I'm not even going to look it up because I don't want to see it. Like I need it to stop. Ugh. You know what I did see, though? <laughs> Maddie Matheson. <laughs> oh, you did... I have not had time. Go along. Yo, Go on. Please. All right. One moment. One moment. Uh, like a word for him because oh my gosh, I love his YouTube. It's so good. I like. Yeah. So for those who are following, the guy who plays Fact has a YouTube channel. We've talked about it the past two episodes, and every episode we say, "Oh, we're gonna watch it." Haven't. Julie has. Julie, Julie. has. Finally. <laughs> yes. No, because it's like when we're like talking about outside interviews or like interviews of them and stuff like that. It's just, like, I haven't really absorbed that content. I don't know why, but, like, now I finally watched a few of them, and then I, like, looked at his YouTube and stuff like that, and some of the interviews, and it's so funny when they're talking about, like, each other and everything, they're like, who do you actually, like, consider or call chef and stuff? And they're like, oh, Maddie, for sure, because, like, he actually is really good with food. He actually is a chef, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, I watched his YouTube video on making tuna melts, and I was like, this is just so good. Like, it reminds me of, like, epic mealtime, and it's just, like, so Mm. fun. Um... But yeah, like I, it just makes, it gives me a, another appreciation for his character, I think. Oh, absolutely. I just love it. <laughs> and when I do watch it one day, I will report back, but yes. I haven't. Julie sent me the link and said, watch it. And I said, I will. She'll get to it. I didn't, but She'll it's okay. She'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it, guys, I promise. <laughs> um, see, my next note isn't for a while down. So what do you got? Uh, I have, so remember a few episodes when Richie was telling a story. It was like one of, I maybe the first episode, Richie was telling a story and Carmi was trying to get everyone's attention and everyone was like listening to Richie and was just like, fuck off Carmi. Um, but now there's a shot again, like the feeling of Richie feeling obsolete in like the environment and stuff like that. Um, he's trying to tell a story to Tina but Tina's trying to listen to Sydney's directions and really trying to get into it and stuff. And yes. she's like, hey, dude, I don't have time for your story right now. And he's just like, whoa, how the tables have turned for a second. So, yeah. Richie's oh, and then really he blew up. left out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Poor guy. I know. He's Poor like, guy, but also, like, deserved. <laughs> deserved. I know. Because, like, Tina can see the potential that the place has, and yes. he just doesn't see that yet. Yeah. Like, and it's, I don't think he really sees that until Forks. Probably not. Like, that is his big climactic, like, that is his episode where he changes as a person. Yeah, like, everybody's on their own ship, kind of heading in the same direction, and, like, I feel like most of them are starting to turn at this point, um, and see the vision, but he's still, he's, like, he's just not there yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. But I just thought that was, like, a nice little parallel because, again, it's, like, when you're first watching the show, you're just absorbing all of it. But when you watch it a second time, now you have, like, stuff to go off of and, like, more recently remember. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was yikes. (laughs) Yeah. And then so the next thing I have about is about the fight outside. Uh, Oh, yeah. Is that what you have next? No, like... I mean, I, I just had that, like, you know, Sydney handled it and stuff, but go off. No, I just love how she de-escalated the fight with food. Like, there yeah. was, like, these big men, and she was like, hmm. And I, too, think that's how I would do it. Like, yeah. if a bunch of men were fighting about drugs outside my house. Yeah. 
I beg, do you want a cookie? If you stop biting, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yo, the way that she just, like, goes up and puts herself in between them. Props, man. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be me. And then some, something that the men request in, with Sydney mm-hmm. is Green River. Do you know what Green River is, Julie? Oh, we were talking about this. It's that alcohol, right? Or no? No, so the alcohol is... Oh. Um, Oh my god, what's the alcohol called? Malort. Oh, so Malort. Also, guys, Julie and I are both going to be in Chicago for Thanksgiving, which means we'll get guests of my family and probably Lee or something. Yes! And I want to try Malort on the pod. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Hey. So we'll try it for you guys and you'll get our reactions live. But Green River. Wait, I I just, it just hit me. We're going to be, and then Cassie. (laughs) <laughs> like, we're going to be in Chicago. I know. <laughs> hey, guys, it's just now hitting Julie that we will be in Chicago at the same time. Oh, my God. And it's going to be a very full circle moment for us. Yes. And then we're going to do the, the pod in Chicago. Yes. That'll be, like, season two when we're getting to the good stuff. Yes. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right. Continue. And my my brother who listens to the podcast will also be there, Stephen, who lives in California. Shout out Stephen. Shout out Stephen Humacho. Hey. My brother and brother-in-law. Fun times. Appreciate y'all. But yes, so have you, do you know what Green River is? No. So Green River is this soda that is like named after the St. Patrick's Day Diet River Green. I'm okay. pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But I know it's like every St. Patrick's Day, everyone in Chicago drinks Green River soda. And I think it's just like, like, let me check right now. I'm pretty sure it's um, just Sprite with like green dye in it. Green River Soda. I just looked up Green River and it says Gary Leon Ridgway is an American serial killer known as the Green River Killer. Cool. Oh. The more you know. Um, My thing is it started out as a prohibition era treat and it stuck around for a hundred years because it's a darn good soda oh i have seen this with lime green color and bright lime citrus flavors this iconic midwest soda is sweeping the nation i don't let's not give it too much hype guys (laughs) images but yeah i don't know if they have this everywhere like maybe it's a midwest thing but have you ever been to a soda shop like i used to work in a 1950s soda shop like I have a memory of, I don't know when, I think it was like in after high school or something, like a few of us drove, I want to say an hour or two to like somewhere rural Illinois to a soda shop mm-hmm. and they just had like literally every kind of soda, like weird bacon soda, ranch soda, like every kind of soda. Oh, like yeah. I see. I worked in like a 1950s, like ice cream soda shop, which oh, like how I'm brand. That's really, literally. It's <laughs> <laughs> my first job I had. Called oh my Cupid's gosh. Candies. Um, and fun fact about them. So the guy, so Cupid's Candies dubbed chocolate and this other guy were all brothers. And then they were like, okay, they didn't want to like continue business together. Mm-hmm. So then like Cupid Candies branched off and made their own. And then Dove Guy did his own. Obviously the Dove Guy knew what he was doing because he turned it into a multi billion dollar company. Yeah. Cupid's was just like a local thing and I think his other brother like moved to Indiana or something. Mm. But the original Dove bars are also Cupid Candies bars. So like we would have like these like chocolate bars that were like the original Dove bars because it's the same formula as the brothers from like back in the day. That's crazy. 
That's very cool. Wow. It closed down now because of COVID. Yeah. How sad, but... <laughs> Green River, yeah, because they do, like, Green River floats on St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Um, again, I feel like all of my Irish culture and drinking culture comes from the one and only Shannon Haggerty. Shout out to my girl <laughs> listening. Shout out, Shannon. I feel like the last time I heard someone talk about Green River was probably Shannon, <laughs> my Irish Catholic drinking girly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. Um, but yeah, no, when they got, get in the fight, the guys, they, um, they were like, can we have food every week? And the, if we won't fight, and then the one guy's like, can you throw in a pop? Can you throw in a green river? I was like, oh, that's something I gotta ask Julie if she knows what oh that is. Oh my gosh, yeah, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just the little things that oh. I caught, but. Just the little things. Yeah. And then, oh, I think this is my, this note might be where, um. You were talking about Richie and with Tina. When he goes, this place used to be cool, man. He's so upset with how it's gone. I know. (laughs) I I wrote Richie just wants to be needed. I think more than anything, and like like obviously this is the workplace, but it really reflects like his personal life too because he just wants to be needed. And I in in like family life probably by like his ex wife and daughter, and then also at work like. It just seems like he's probably in this moment feeling like literally no one needs me right now. What the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah, when he was like, my daughter asked me if my last name was actually bad news because I'm in her mom's phone as Richie bad news. I said, oh, no, because he only calls with bad news. Yeah. Oh, God. Poor man. (laughs) He has such a shift and I have such hope for him. But yeah, he's... Mm. Um, um, we're in rough times right now rough time and I think though this episode might be the start of it is when he at the last part of the episode he looks at his buddy selling drugs in the alley and he calls 911 on them yes I wrote Richie narking I know like yikes talk about he hates narks too yeah he like I think it was last episode that he was establishing he was like they were like hey don't nark on him and he was like come on you know me you know me and then he did it. <laughs> and then he was he was the narc. And then he was the narc. So that yeah. Yeah. Mm. But now that I said this place is running like a smooth ship now. You yeah. Can, you can really see it coming together. They're starting to take the roles. Yep. They're not I think Richie's the only one really not on board anymore. Yeah, because again like it's like sh- like Sydney has put a place for everyone. Like even the dishwashers have their role and stuff. But it's, like, even though Richie technically, I feel like, is in charge of a lot of front of house stuff, like, she doesn't really give him the title or, like, the thing, you know? So he's just kind of, like, floating, like, uh. But, like, the system is running kind of without him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I think that's all I have for episode six. Wow. Episode six, Sarah's. Perfect timing. I think my roommate's home. So yes. We'll close <laughs> it out now. Follow us on Yes Chef Pod on everything. Yes. And we'll see you next week. She a baddie. She knows she's done. <laughs>